Hey everyone, this is PJ Williams from Conspiracy Pilled, and as we stated before, we are not doing our regularly scheduled Wednesday night live stream this week because we're taking some time off to get ready for season three. So instead, we decided to upload our latest episode of Conspiracy Pilled Unhinged. And if you're not familiar with Unhinged, it's our bonus behind the paywall content. You can get this at a couple of places like conspiracypilled.locals.com. You can watch it on your browser or download the Locals app on your phone. It's kind of like Patreon, except they don't censor you. Uh, and you can also get us at rockfin.com slash conspiracypilled, R-O-K-F-I-N.com slash conspiracypilled. And that one is a little bit more like a Netflix subscription. So you get us and you get a bunch of other people and you get to watch the show live. So there's some bonus uh, things you get for going over Rockfin. Um, and this one is our latest episode talking about the Maui wildfires. So we're going to give all of our theories on what happened. Is it energy directed weapons? Was it caused on purpose? How is Oprah Winfrey involved? All of that. So if you like this, please consider coming over to locals or coming over to Rockfin and subscribing and supporting the show. And again, we will be back next week, September 6th with season three. We're going to be talking about Tartaria. So don't miss that. Anyway, onto the show. Enjoy it, guys, and we'll see you next week. God bless. Welcome to another episode of Conspiracy Pilled Unhinged. This is like a weird liminal episode because season two is over and season three has not begun. (laughs) (laughs) How are you, PJ? I'm doing good. Yeah, I noticed our unhinged stuff is not uh, separated by seasons, so it kind of works, but it is weird. It's like we're in in between for the next two weeks. We're still doing unhinged, so they just kind of are going to float. Um, unhinged extra yeah. unhinged extra super duper unhinged and this <laughs> one is even more unhinged because last week we were supposed to do this episode and then internet failures t- like unrecoverable internet failures and then a bunch more unhinged stuff came out on the subject so it just kind of worked out that uh you know i wanted to cover it early because i thought maybe people weren't going to be talking about this in a week right. and now it's like super more in the news <laughs> or not in the news i should say maybe a little bit but like more in uh, the twitter spaces and yeah, instagram people are still talking about it, tiktok and everything it astounded me how quickly this went from news story to everybody knows it's a conspiracy theory really really fast yeah yeah and it's like everybody everybody yeah. Normies, people who don't question 9-11 question this. Normies are talking about direct energy <laughs> weapons. Uh, yeah, we're going to get mind. into all of it. And I want to start. I want to start with the uh, official timeline, according to NBC, because there's some interesting things that you can find out from like what the mainstream is saying and then what's kind of throughout, right? Like what, what pops up on these certain days. And so I think it is actually important, even though it's a little tedious. So we're just going to go through the main timeline for the first like five days of this, according to NBC news. So we got Monday, August 7th at 9 52 AM, 
Hawaii issues an EMA or Hawaii EMA issues a warning. I got a picture or a twit, uh, tweet of that. It says red flag warning is in effect for leeward areas of Hawaii with low humidity, gusty winds and dry fuels, creating a risk of extreme fire behavior. Use caution with flame outdoors. Hmm. And then the next. So that's before the fires supposedly like this fire started, but like it started to come out that actually there was kind of a fire on Monday that they uh. ignored. There's a lot of stories about it. Uh-huh. Uh, Tuesday, August 8th at 3.45 a.m., Maui officials announced in the news release that a brush fire was reported in the Olinda Road area near Kula, an area in central Maui, and the blaze would come to be known as the Upcountry Fire. So there's multiple fires in this thing that kind of converge, which is also interesting. Okay. okay. Uh, at 6.37 a.m., Dora-fueled winds help create conditions for a three-acre brush fire that breaks out in the area of Lahuan... <laughs> Lahailua Road. I think I got that right. East of the historic seaside town of Lahaina. And then by 9 a.m., the brush fire in Lahaina is declared 100% contained. Ah. Go home, guys. The Maui officials, six hours after this second fire, then the first one didn't get reported till a week later. Mm, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Say it's contained. Everybody can go home, right? Normal, normal stuff. Got it. All very normal stuff. By 11 a.m., Gail and Ross Hart, a couple in their 70s, see the fire cross a gulch near their neighborhood in Kula and eventually their water pressure gives out and they're forced to leave. And we're going to talk about Ooh. the water stuff in a minute. Great. So I'm, a lot of this time, this initial timeline, I'm just going to say, put a pin in a few things, uh, which is why okay. we're going through it. So by 3 PM explosions are heard by a resident in Lahaina and that video was posted to Instagram. So let's check that out. Is there sound? Oh, my bad. Yeah, PJ. Yeah, here we go. Okay, here's the fire. If you guys listen, I don't know if it'll keep happening, but a bunch of shit keeps exploding. You can hear. Boom! There was one right there. There was one right there. It keeps blowing up. Boom! 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 It's crazy. So the official story on this is, it's funny because NBC doesn't give any context. It's like, yeah, a bunch of explosions were happening and here's a video. Uh, they don't give any context to it, but I think you're supposed to take away from it that uh, transformers are, are exploding, which okay. is a fair thing sure. to say. Like sure. it would happen, right? Uh, and then so by 3 p.m. Oh, that was 3 p.m. By 3.30, the fire in Lahaina flares up, forcing the closure of Lahaina bypass. Fire crews spend the afternoon battling blazes in both Kula and Lahaina, and the officials start to urge evacuation. Okay. By 3.34 p.m., the EMA posts on Twitter that Hawaii Lieutenant Governor Sylvia Luke uh, serving as the acting governor while Governor Josh Green travels out of state has issued an emergency proclamation. By 5.38 p.m., smoke surrounds boats in the Lahaina mooring field. According to a video later uploaded to Instagram, people are trapped. Boats, cars, and gas stations are exploding, and everything is burning. By 5.41, the fire encroaches on a retail area in Lahaina as Jet black plumes of smoke billow in the air by 7 o'clock, 7.03 p.m. I love how it's 7.03 p.m. Because uh, that's our... yeah. Anyway. Oh, oh. I, <laughs> I was like, I thought she'd get it. Wait, wait. <clears throat> On okay. the official timeline, it says 7.03 p.m. Flames <sighs> ravage Lahaina Harbor and explosions are heard every few seconds amid the rush of fierce winds, according to a video recorded by the Lahaina resident Brian Sizemore. And he says, I saw at least a dozen bodies floating in the water. I'm not going to play all the videos because there's a lot linked in this. Uh, by 9.45 p.m., the Maui County uh, Mayor Richard Bison's office says they've issued an emergency proclamation in response to the fires 
and Major General Kenneth Hara, Adjunct General of the Hawaii National Guard, announces that his military force has been activated. So that's all happening on the Tuesday. By Wednesday at 9.25 a.m., Maui officials say in a news release that four helicopters are assisting firefighters in Lahaina, and the county of Maui announces that six people have been found dead. The Federal Emergency Management Agency approves fire assistance grants for Lahaina Fire and the Upcountry Fire and other blazes on the island. By 3.30 p.m., Maui officials confirm that a federal team arrived on the island to assist with search and rescue efforts, and the officials announced that there are 36 total fatalities. So that's what happens Wednesday, the next day. Uh, Thursday, August 10th at 7.30, drone video footage was uploaded to Facebook showing the devastation of the fire. And I'm going to play that for you. Uh, do we need the sound or do you just want me to keep talking? Well, I want to make it full screen. There we go. So that's yeah. the that's the wow. devastation. Yeah, I don't think there is sound. It's just a drone video. Wow. But uh, I mean, it's like, looks like total destruction. Yeah. It's really, really bad. Uh, and I, this was used by pretty much everybody at the time, news sites and whatever picked this up. So, uh, yeah. Holy crap. Right? I just want to say really quick, like, thought, you know, feel really bad for the people of Maui. I'm not trying to make any less of what they're going through. I actually, the point of this episode, in part, is to show just how awful our government's response has been to this. Yeah. And probably because they caused it. So this is not to be, uh, you know, callous to what these people are going through. It's just truly tragic. Yeah. And it, it, and maybe it's just how the news cycle works, but I felt like we went from zero to 60 on this story. It was like Mm -hmm. no, no hint of anything that Maui was going through anything. And then all of a sudden footage like this, where it's just gone. And I'm like, what, what happened to the, like, we're actively fighting the fire thing. Alarms are going off. Like what? No, where's just within all the a day? It is all gone. Essentially, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And we're going to get into the response in a minute. I just want to get yeah. through this timeline. So it says by 1030, the fire in Lahaina is reported to be 80% contained. So two days after it was 100% contained. Now it's mm. 80% contained. Nice. Nice. I love uh, how that's getting less the, contained the, all the time. The, the math <laughs> is the, the math is not mathing <laughs> and another fire in uh, Palua Kahai. Man, I Sorry if I'm butchering these names. Area is said to be 70% contained. Officials do not say how much of upcountry blaze has been contained. So three different fires is what we're talking about at this point, right? Uh, by 1.10 p.m., Maui officials announced in a news release that 17 additional fatalities have been discovered, bringing the to- death total to 53. Oh, it just started playing another video. Sorry about that. How dare you? It's Facebook. It's, uh, it's for boomers. <laughs> and uh, where was I? Where was I? Uh, by 1.10, Maui officials announced a news release at 7... Oh, yeah, I already said that. Um, by 9.15, the death toll has risen to 55 people. Mm-hmm. And uh, something else also happened on August 10th. So this, again, two days after the fire. And this is something I have to bring up because it just got sent to me so many times. There was a book that was published and released on Amazon about yeah. the, the Maui wildfires. Uh, and then there's this article. And I, I hate using Snopes. It's just that this time they were the only ones who fact-checked it. And then I checked their yeah. sources and it was... They were right. They were actually. So a broken clock can be right twice a day. It was just the easiest article to pull up. It says a book describing the Maui fires was published before they started question mark. It was published two days afterwards, which is still super weird. It does seem like you would think, okay, like who had a book ready to go that they could publish within two days. And on its face, it seems like a thing. But what it really is, 
And if you read the name at the bottom, it says Dr. Miles Stones. Dr. Milestone. <laughs> mm. Get it? Mm-hmm. It's just some person who doesn't exist who takes and literally puts into an AI, like a chat GPT, like write me a, and it's only a 44 page book, write me a 44 page book on the Maui wildfires. And it's just sourced from like what's being said in the news. And it gives a climate change narrative. Like the mm. whole thing is to push climate change and people who have taken his other books. Cause he's done like 20 books in the last two months, like on every major news story and then puts them on Amazon. Wow. And I don't know, maybe some idiot, but who's buying these things. There's like a Hunter <laughs> Biden book that was written by this guy, written wow. by this guy. It's just AI. It's just chat GPT coming up with like leftist talking points and then putting them into pamphlet sized books. Nice. So just had to bring that up that it's not, uh, that's not proof that this was intentional. Not to say that it wasn't intentional, but it's just kind of a red herring. And I think people that didn't look into it and are continuing to push that are just going to make the people who are saying this is not normal look a little silly because it's just a stupid AI book. So yeah. Uh, then by Friday at 1 p.m., Maui officials confirm 12 additional fatalities were discovered. The death toll rises to 67 people. And in a statement that day, the EMA confirms that neither Maui nor uh, High Emma activated warning sirens on Maui during the wildfire incident. So I want to put a pin in that because we're going to come back to it. But no, right. no, no warnings. We did have a warning that one time about a nuke going to strike Hawaii that was fake. Yeah. Apparently, it's like really easy to put these warnings out on people's phone unless it's uh, a wildfire that Needed. killed over yeah. 115 people at this point, over a yeah. thousand people missing. Uh, by 3 p.m. that day, the Lahaina fire is 85% contained. So they're not quite back to the 100% that they were at three days ago, but they're working on it. Uh, firefighters continue battling flare ups all, of all three fires, my officials say in a news release. By Saturday, uh, one of the fires, the Palua Kahai fire, is declared 100% contained. Um, by 2.05 a.m. on that Saturday, Maui officials say the death toll stands at 80 people, and by that night, it's up to 96. By Monday, police say that there are 99 confirmed fatalities and about 25%, and that's with only 25% of the area searched. Wow. And according to CNN, this has been the most, uh, according to CNN, they say the Lahaina fire in Hawaii is now the deadliest in over 100 years, according to the U.S. Fire Administration and CNN analysis. Around 2,200 structures were destroyed or damaged in Maui. 86% residential, uh, said Governor Hawaii Josh Green. So like I said, death toll is at today. I just checked it before we went live. Officially at 115. But they're saying that some sources are saying 1,000. Some are saying 850. And there's this one article. This one was just published today, I think. Uh, that says, as Maui students return to school, many children among the 850 missing, uh, or as Maui students return to school, many children among 850 missing after deadly fires. So I know we want to talk about the the whole children thing. People are getting very upset at the numbers that they're not releasing the names of the people that are missing, that they're not saying how many are children. Yeah. What I know you had some thoughts on it, but I have a, a thought, uh, some theories on it too, on why that is. I honestly didn't want to jump to conclusions too quickly, not understanding, but mm-hmm. just on its face to say, we have this many children unaccounted for. Why are there so many missing children? You immediately jump to like, were they trafficked? Like, yeah, yeah, I was thinking that too, right? And it could be the 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 best explanation I've gotten so far is that they canceled school that day because the fire started on Monday and Tuesday morning, there's still fires. So they canceled all the schools, but they didn't, nobody canceled work. Everybody went to work. Okay. So they left kids at home 
in the residential areas, which were the areas that were most affected. And then I, I'm not gonna say there's any certainty, but there's a lot of TikTok videos of residents talking about their experiences of being blocked from getting home, roads being shut down, the official stories, there was down power lines, but oh, wow. there's a lot of mad people saying, I could not get home. And some people were saying the only people who even survived trying to get out of certain roads were the ones who ran past police barricades. So like it barricaded seemed, in, yes, they were barricaded in the, in the kill zone, essentially. Cause I can understand being like, Hey, you can't come back into this area. It's really dangerous, but there are survivors who are saying the only reason I'm alive right now and people I know aren't is because I drove past a police barricade. And again, it's a lot of anecdotal evidence. You go through TikTok and watch these things if you want and take people at their word. But like, that is the story that's coming out of a lot of people's mouths on, on, on TikTok and social media right now. Holy shit. Yeah. So, and these people are saying, you know, hey, I, there wasn't a down power line after I passed this area. You know what I mean? If that's the excuse that's being given officially, that they couldn't go down, the, it, specifically, there's a main road that's paved. There's yeah. a lot of roads that aren't paved. They're trying to get on the paved road to get out of town. And the officials were blocking people from getting on the paved road and sending them all around to different police blocks. And they ended up dying by being blocked into areas. Holy and shit. yeah, it's insane, right? So the idea with the kids is that they got trapped in residential areas and separated from their parents because their parents were at work and and possibly because their parents couldn't get past police barricades to get back into the areas. Dep yeah, it, it, that might be a different story. I'm talking about two different stories, I guess. Right, but yes, right, right. very possibly. Yeah, because okay. we do know that there was police barricades funneling people in all kinds of directions or a lot of confusion going on. Right. I mean, so. it's, a, it's a little I, I mean, it's not a big island. No. No, no, no. So I want to talk about, because that the, the big thing in this is really the government's response. I want to first right. talk about the federal government's response, okay. which has been almost as bad as Hawaii's response. <laughs> uh, Sunday, August 13th, as the death toll raised to over 96, the Biden, who spent his whole weekend on the beach, note that this is like, what, four or five days after this fire, he's just hanging out on the beach, unable, wow. uh, unable to be re uh, reached. Reporters finally caught up with him and this was uh, this was his heartfelt uh, message to the people of Hawaii. Will you come talk about the Hawaii? So if you're listening, he says no, no comment. And smiles and waves. Yeah. <sighs> There's not a single worse response you can give to, hey, a bunch of American citizens died. Do you want to say anything? Especially in this case, he doesn't yeah. even, it's not like, hey, a bunch of American citizens died and it's your fault. They're just saying, hey, a bunch of people died. They want to know that the president cares. Yeah. No comment. No comment. Because nobody gave him a talking point yet. <laughs> well, it's exactly what it is, right? He's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. I'm just yeah. a, a puppet. Just grins and waves. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But it's okay because he, he fixed this by coming back with uh, a plan. So we've got that here. FEMA also authorized one-time payments of $700 per household to folks who've been displaced so they can do the immediate things of just taking care of medications and prescriptions that they so badly need. Yeah, so... $700 a household. $700 a household. You know, no comment. Okay, a few days later. Well, you know what we'll do? We'll give you $700 a household. That's less than I was getting paid when I got laid off for COVID. <laughs> per week. Like, that's insane. Yeah. And I, yeah. I like, I don't know how I feel about like large cash payouts for every single awful thing that happens. But like, that's, 
nowhere near a helpful. Our government doesn't care about wasting money, though. Exactly. They're, they're, yeah. they're happy to dump billions on Ukraine. Well, talking about Ukraine, Thursday, August 10th, two days after the wildfire started, Biden asked Congress for another $24 billion to Ukraine. Yeah. So, and some people, so I got a few tweets I want to show you really quick. So there's this one uh, from Kenakoa uh, the Great. And it says, over 2,700 structures were destroyed in Lahua, Maui, valued at approximately $5.6 billion. Meanwhile, President Biden, with $115 billion sent to Ukraine, offers just $1.9 million. That's $700 per household to Lahaina. Lahaina. Less than $2 million. And I've seen people try to combat this and say, no, he actually gave $12 billion. And what they're not understanding is $12 billion was the number he asked for FEMA specifically, not for Hawaii. So he oh. went before Congress and asked for FEMA to get $12 billion and huh. for Ukraine to get $24 billion, double what FEMA gets to protect our entire country from things like this. Yeah. And only $1.9 million being spent on the families of, of Hawaii, of Maui. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So <clears throat> if... If FEMA is the answer, right, as, as some people are claiming, it's like, it's okay because he gave $12 billion to FEMA. <clears throat> I want to look at FEMA's response to this. And oh we've boy. got a, a couple of videos. So let's check this out. Let me see. I've got this. Maui strong. Donation on donations. If you guys don't know, the government withholding every single one of our donations because we are not a part of FEMA and Red Cross. So none of this is eligible for giving out. Tell me why. I have no freaking clue. But Maui, we out here. Aina, we trying for help you guys, bro, but they not letting us. Oh, we're going to keep pumping. All this stuff going to get there, bro. Five containers are behind the Ritz. Carlton, if you can get there and you really need the stuff, crack that lock. That's for you guys. That's for you guys. Spread the word. Lahaina behind the ridge, five containers full of stuff. Everything you need. If you need it, go get it. So Maui's first or the FEMA's first order of business in Maui was to take all of the donations from other Hawaiians and people nearby who wanted to help the people who just lost their homes, who have no source of food or water or diapers or clothes or anything like that, and to lock it into five shipping containers and say, you can't touch this. Why? That was FEMA's initial response. And it was so bad that they had to, that people had to start taking jet skis and meeting people on the beach in order to distribute things illegally, apparently. Because now Holy it's illegal shit. to distribute uh, goods, diapers. I mean, you'll see what he's handing out here in this video. Check this out. That's a box of Pampers. FEMA can't let them have Pampers. Did was there Kool-Aid, like any whatever. did they even pretend to give an explanation? No, they never have. They just they just said, they just they said, just said it's not it. government approved. The government's job is to step in and say, we have to approve this. We're the ones who are here to help. You are not allowed to help your neighbors. Wow. Yeah. So again, FEMA's first response was to block roads and round up donations and put them in shipping containers and not let the people have them. But that's that's okay because we gave twelve billion dollars to FEMA instead of giving any money to the people who lost their homes. 
There's another lady who did, and this is a very long video. I'm going to play a little bit of it. She gives a 10 minute update on all the things that are going on. She talks about FEMA. She talks about uh, a lot of weirdness going on. She says a lot of, uh, it seems like all the residential buildings burnt down and then a lot of businesses, the fire just skirted them. It was weird, but we'll get into that Mm. in a minute. So I just want to kind of play what she says. I think I have to refresh this page, play what she says about uh, FEMA in particular. Out and said, Why are you even here? And they were trying to coordinate to drop off and deliver supplies. And they can get to the supplies, but there's nowhere to drop them off or give them to anybody because everything is so disorganized. They also brought 150 meals, cooked meals, to help the people who need them. And they were denied because it was not cooked in a commercial kitchen. So not being allowed to distribute. All the roads in and out of Lahaina are blocked except for specific personnel. And it's up in the air. We don't know anymore. Maybe if you're a resident with an ID. That was open yesterday and they supposedly shut it back down after a few hours because people were trying to take photos of the damage that happened in Lahaina. Heaven forbid that they go to their houses and do anything. There is a looting going on and not just in the Haina area, also in Kula. There are boats making supply runs. Some of them are saying that they've had to push through barricades to get in and deliver supplies because, again, the government officials are trying to shut down local assistance. It seems like they only want FEMA and they only want Red Cross. Yet, when you talk to people on the ground, where's FEMA? Where's Red Cross? They're not doing anything. They're not distributing the supplies. Wow. So it's not like FEMA stepped in and said, take our supplies because we can guarantee them. They're right. not, they're not doing it. This is a woman who lives in, in the area. It's a right. resident. So, wow. Yeah. So that's what our, that's what your $12 billion a year tax money goes to is, is that kind of stuff. So incredible. <clears throat> yeah. It's uh it's just disgusting. So uh, let's see. Um, and that's that's just the federal response. I want to talk about the local response. We kind of I said put some pins and things. I'll see some chats in the comment that says uh, who knowingly leaves their kids at home when there are wildfires around. I'm not sure these people knew that much about the wildfires at this point. They were I, and I don't really know. Hush, Maybe I'm hush. wrong, but it seems like it was just not being talked about much. Right. <clears throat> and there was no warning. They weren't told that there was a, a reason that these wildfires were really bad. I guess school was closed. so Maybe you could say that, but right. whatever. I'm, I don't want to blame the parents. And this is what I'm trying to say. Uh, but this, one of the reasons they didn't know is because the Maui emergency management director defended his decision to not sound the sirens in the fire. And this is what he says, right? He says, the public is trained to seek higher ground in the event that the siren is sounded. Had we sounded the siren that night, we were afraid that people would have gone, uh, Makua. Uh, using a word meaning to the mountainside. And if that's the case, they would have gone into the fire. So this guy's saying my citizens are so stupid that if we sound an alarm and send them a text message, because that's how the emergency response works, sending a text message that tells people what's going on. If we had done that, people would have ran into the fire. He defended this and said, yes, people didn't have any warning. Kids were left at home to burn to death because parents didn't get a warning at work. Maybe they were working somewhere where they didn't see any evidence of fires yet. And then couldn't get home because the roads are blocked. But it's okay because we think they would have ran into the fire because they're that stupid. Yeah. I remember I remember seeing this where he was like, they would have thought the siren meant tsunami. So they would have like run away from the beach. But they also know what the signs of tsunami are. 
like the water being completely receded and, and stuff like that. Like these people live here. They, they understand how the, the basic yeah. functions of the world work. Yeah. The people who wouldn't know would be the ones in their office buildings. And to your point about parents, when, when the schools are closed because of a, of a danger, um, but work insists that you come in or you'll lose your job. Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem with bosses. That is a problem yeah. because th- that's not nearly enough warning time usually to get somebody to look after your kids, especially not at that, like at those high numbers of everybody needing a babysitter at the same time. It puts, puts people in a really tough position. Yeah. Denver on Rockfin says they tried to kill these people and succeeded to a degree. I agree with you and we're yeah. going to go into that uh, even further, but the people are very, very mad about a lot of things, including uh, I can't remember his name. The guy that we we're just talking about that, uh, said we didn't turn on the sirens for reason because the day after he said this, Maui's emergency management chief resigned citing health reasons. Oh, wow. A day after he defended the sirens. Wow. So I'm resigning not because I was wrong, but because, you know, I just need to look out for my health. Yeah. Uh, So that was that. And then we also have another Hawaiian official who may have, I don't, I don't know if I want to say it's worse, but his reasoning was worse. Let's put it that way for what he did. So, there was a five hour delay for water to be used to put out these fires. And oh, I thought this was the same guy. Okay. Two no, different this guys. Different, this is a different guy. And Ooh. he has an ex. And, uh, yeah, exactly. There's three really bad actors in this. So at least, well, no, there's more, but there's three that we're going to name right here. A Hawaiian official concerned with equity delayed releasing water for more than five hours as wildfires raged. Access to water should be predicated on conversations about equity, according to Hawaii official under fire for delaying access to water during the Maui wildfires. M. Cleo Manuel, former deputy director of the Hawaii Commission on Water Resource Management, waited for more than five hours to release the water during the wildfires that devastated Maui, according to reports. In a live stream debate hosted by the University of Hawaii last year, Manuel described water as a sacred god. Let water connect us and not divide us, said man. Yeah, interesting, right? Referring to the water distribution on the island. We can share it, but it requires true conversations about equity. How do we coexist with the resources that we have? So this guy is literally saying, I'm more concerned with equity and pleasing the water gods than saving your lives. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of early articles saying, oh, well, and we said it earlier in that NBC thing. They're like, oh, we were trying to fight the fires and the water went out. And there's a lot of early articles trying to say it was infrastructure, it was this, it was that. No, it just turns out this guy did not let the water flow where it needed to go for the firefighters to use on on the wildfires. Holy shit. This is yeah. an island surrounded by water. Like Yes. Yes. Uh, I mean, here, I know that like fresh water and salt water, but you can put salt water on a fire. Maybe I don't know how their system's set up, but you would think that would have been available to them. I don't know. You'd think so. Uh, and here's a video. I think it was referenced in that article with uh, M. Kaleo Manuel, the uh, Hawaiian water official who refused to release water, giving his philosophy about water. Let's check this out. Is responsible per, per our authorizing statute to protect and manage all water resources in the state. One water is like taking it and looking at it from a holistic system perspective. And that's not if any different than how Hawaiians traditionally manage water, you know, in, in essence, we treated it, a native Hawaiians treated water as one of the earthly manifestations of a God and a Kua Kane. And so that reverence um, for a resource and that reciprocity in relationship 
was was something that was really really important to our worldview and and well-being right and living in an island in isolated from other you know civilizations um and so i think where it shifted to today or over time is that we've become used to looking at water as like something which we use and not necessarily something w- that we revere as that thing that gives us life right so this is just another Poseidon worshiper who's responsible for missing children. Just going to throw that yeah. out there. Yep. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there's one other. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I just scared <laughs> the shit out of me. I'm sorry. You're good. <laughs> the dog like licked my arm and I wasn't paying attention and realized she came in because my headphones are on. <laughs> oh, my oh man uh there's another weird weird coincidence in this yeah thanks ripley <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and talk for me i'm gonna take the dog out oh my goodness yeah um more and more we're seeing this right people outright speaking about their worship of these beings whether it's the earth or the water and and you're seeing kind of people walk you through their thought process on equity, but really it's just worship of one of these gods. And I think all of these buzzwords just come down to worship of these gods. It's the thing that keeps coming up in all of our research is like in the mainstream, you have people just telling you anymore. Like they're not hiding it. People are not hiding the gods that they worship and the gods that they revere and the gods that they do their, their services to. Uh, It just, it just keeps coming up time and time again in places you wouldn't expect it. There's another weird person in this whole thing. And I don't have a lot to say on this other than just, hmm. <laughs> no stranger to tragedy. This comes from, US, from USA Today. No stranger to tragedy. Maui Police Chief John Pelletier <laughs> led response to the 2017 Vegas, Vegas massacre. massacre. So, again, there's not a whole lot to say on this other than really weird that two of the m- biggest tragedies that seem to have no explanation from yeah. our government uh, that killed many, many, many people that they don't want you to talk about. This guy just happens to be at both of them. Yeah. And I don't I, know what uh, that says. Does that say he's like in place to like make sure there's a narrative sold? Cause he's a, he's a bot guy. The, the other thing about this yeah. is he is a police chief, but there's record of him training with the FBI or, or <laughs> sorry, training in Quantico to become an FBI agent. And then all of a sudden he's just a local police officer. I think we need to do an episode on the Vegas shooting and this guy in particular. The, yeah. The reason I brought up is because we, we have said for a while, we're going to cover the Vegas shooting in October yeah. uh, on the anniversary of it. So yeah. just a th- something to keep in mind as we get closer to October and, and uh, look into that story more fully. But um, let's see. So there's uh, another cactus in the chat is exactly right. When you say I am not releasing water because I in reverence to this God and people die you have made a human sacrifice to your God. That, that Quite is literally that yeah. is human sacrifice in worship. Yeah. That's, that's what idol worship is. <laughs> it's literally what idol worship is. Yeah. yeah. I'll let the kids die because my God demands it. <sighs> so, and obviously the narrative from the mainstream media in all of this and all of the wildfires, Canada, California, Maui, is always what it's climate change, right? Like yep. that's the thing that they're pushing and it's just really convenient that these wildfires <sighs> give them their narrative and they just happen to pop up on an Island that had a hurricane nearby. It didn't get any water. 
Huh. You know, like it was super, super dry. I don't know. It's just weird stuff. Like a lot of people are pointing out like that is weird in and of itself. Uh, Maui's not a place known for wildfires. But despite all that, like despite the narratives that we're used to seeing, I want to look into a couple of other narratives or a couple of other ideas. One is a narrative from the media that I've never seen before. And that is a thing called firebrain. Have you ever heard of this? No, they keep ma- they're making up stuff. They're making yeah. up stuff. <laughs> Literally making. I tried to Google this and outside of the articles that came out this week, it has never been talked about anywhere on the Internet oh that I could God. find. All right. So this article that we're going to sh- the first one to show is from August 20th. So what? Four days ago. And this is the first mention I've ever heard of something called fire. your husband's a firefighter. Yeah. Have you have you ever heard of the term firebrain? I, I haven't. I'll have to ask him I've, about I've it. I've lived through two house fires. I've never heard of the term firebrain. Okay. All right. So let's find out what is firebrain. Uh, so it says, according to the Washington Post, after the blaze coping with firebrain, research suggests that survivors of the Maui wildfires face a long road of physical and cognitive challenges after the trauma and physical effects of fire and smoke particles. It says many people escaped the deadly Maui wildfires, some in harrowing fashion, but their ordeal may not be over. The harmful effects of wildfire exposure don't disappear once the flames are extinguished. The experts say there is a growing research that just this week happened to be pronounced ever for the first time (sighs) that suggests breathing in tiny particles from the wildfire smoke can produce cognitive uh, deficits which may appear in as little as six to 12 months or even years later. Surviving a near-death experience also ranks, raises the risk of, so it goes on to say like, it literally at one point, I should find it. At one point in the article, it's like, yeah, rape causes trauma, but that's like a one-time thing. This is like way worse, worst comparison I've ever heard. But they're, they're d- describing fire brain as these ringing sounds, these headaches, this, all of these things that sound very much like something else. And I, uh, okay, I'm sorry. I said it was the first time announced this year. It was first time announced this year, but not this month. This was actually talked about earlier in the year. That would be the first time. And it's in this article, climate trauma, brain changes seen in survivors of California's deadliest wildfire. And both of these articles, and again, this is a very new thing I never heard about before, are talking about these weird cognitive effects of people, like I said, headaches, swelling, ringing, nausea, all the things that you would associate with something like Havana syndrome. What the fuck? If you read the list of, of symptoms, yeah, they're the same symptoms as Havana syndrome, Havana syndrome. And, and our government likes to say that they don't know what Havana syndrome is. Don't pay attention, ignore it. But Gizmodo even reported this year. <laughs> that they know what it is. It says newly declassified report contradicts officials suggests Savannah syndrome might be caused by direct energy. After years of debate about the cause of the strange malady, a recently declassified document points the finger once again at electromagnetic energy. Several weeks after the intelligence community very publicly disavowed that Havana syndrome, the bizarre rash of neurological disorders plaguing U S foreign service officials was the result of a direct energy weapon a newly declassified report alleges that it very may well be what it is. So, Amazing. Yes, we have reports that show that Havana syndrome is a cause is caused by direct energy weapons, but the Pentagon in usual fashion denies that that's a thing. They like to Amazing. say, I want to say this about direct energy weapons really quick. A lot of people will say they don't exist. It's a conspiracy theory in and of itself. Yeah. But it's, it's not. It's just like the use of it. And I think people are getting this all messed up. Like right here, Vice. The Pentagon is spending $1 billion a year on directed energy weapons. 
you can go on and see what exactly they are. The U.S. Army, Navy, and Air Force have all worked to develop various kinds of direct energy weapons. The most prominent are high-energy lasers mm-hmm. and high-powered microwave weapons. Yep. A high-energy laser is a tight beam weapon good for hitting direct targets like a drone or a missile. And that was published June 1st, 2023. So just going to put that out there that the existence of direct energy weapons is not a conspiracy theory. The idea that direct energy weapons cause these effects is also not exactly a theory. It's in government documents. The government just doesn't want you to read those documents. Right. So, yeah, because a lot of people are talking about, is this a direct energy weapon? And I, I was... I was on the fence a little bit. I'm like, yes, I think it could be. And there's a lot of evidence to suggest that it is, but it doesn't have to be a direct energy weapon because you could, you know, like Alex Jones, I think said, you could start this fire with a gas can. Right. But that doesn't explain fire brain. It doesn't explain some of the things we're going to get into. Okay. And the first thing I want to say is like, a lot of people are sharing photos of direct energy weapon, supposed direct energy weapon stuff. Mm. I looked into a lot of these and a lot of them are pretty easily debunked. Like one of them is a SpaceX rocket launch okay, and a few things like that. But then conveniently in every article that debunks these pictures, they leave a few out or they show them in the headline because they know that people recognize it and they'll read the headline right. and go, they're all fake. The one that con- consistently does not get debunked in these articles, even though it's shown in the headlines and in the articles uh-huh. is this one. This says, good morning. Here's a photo of the Noland fire discovered earlier this morning near Crater Summit in Salmon Scott Ranger District. Fire suppression resources are currently walking uh, into this incident. And this picture of what looks exactly like a direct energy weapon causing a forest fire. It's it's hilarious. It's it's manipulation. They say these are all debunked and they list each one and where it comes from. They show this picture and never say anything about it. Never say that's. That's not the kind of thing you do by accident. You don't put a photo in your headline over and over and then f- just forget to Yeah, because to give they're the hoping that it gets it gets mixed in with the other wow. ones they can debunk. So I just want to show that photo <sighs> in particular. There's also uh, a couple of videos that some people try to debunk and I don't think maybe maybe not. So let me show you those really quick. This one was claimed to be oops. Uh, this one is claimed to uh, been in Maui. Strange sound. Yeah, sorry about the sound. But you can see That's the... That's interesting. And, and some people are saying this is a, a camera flash from the lightning. And it, it could be. But let me see. It looks... It, it's weird. It could be a camera effect. But yeah, it weird. coincides with some lightning there. Yeah, which is why I'll give them that, right? Like it could be uh, a camera effect maybe. This other one, people keep trying to debunk. I don't, I don't know how they're trying to debunk this. Watch this. They're saying it's lens flare, but I'm not, I'm not buying it on this one. Wait, they said that was lens flare instead of like Photoshop, like. Yes. Again, because, I don't know, maybe, but I, I, it just doesn't look like it to me. No, no, because I would have said, oh, this was faked. This was, you know, CGI. But no, it's real. Flare? They're just they're just blaming it on lens flare because they know they can't pin it on CGI because it's not. Yeah, exactly. Because multiple not. people saw it. Holy yeah, so. shit. Can you play it again from the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. Check this out. This one was in uh, McCall Chile. What the fuck? It's such a direct response too. yeah. Well, yeah, the guy's like, yeah, yeah. It just seems like, well, not lens flare. Lens flares don't cause a flare up of fire. 
They're saying oh. it's lens flare from an exploding transformer, I think is t- to be fair, but yeah. I'd, oh. Hmm. This one, okay, and here's another one that, again, could possibly be described as lens flare from blowing up transformers, but I want you to watch it because to me it feels like the lens, in both cases, it feels like the quote-unquote lens flare happens slightly before the the fire, and that's why to me I'm not seeing it the way that they're seeing it. A little bit more than slightly, it seems. Right, right, yeah, yeah, so check this one out. This one, and this one is in Maui for sure. Okay. So this this one actually did happen in, in Maui over the boats and stuff. Holy shit. No, I've seen lens flares, but like, it's like a don't believe your lying eyes thing. It's like, you know what you saw. And it's moving. It's like stopping, moving. It's like someone's shooting a a laser down on these things and then moving it along, right? Yeah. It's, it's not something that, that you get wrong. Like people know what lens flares are. People don't immediately jump to maybe it's a directed energy weapon when it's just a lens flare, you know? Yeah, I, I'm just saying it, it, that one to me definitely looks like looks like a yeah. direct energy weapon. And in fact, I've got a video of what uh, a direct energy. I got a couple of videos of what a direct energy weapon looks like. Uh, well, let me show you the one. I'll show you the one first that I posted on Twitter, and then I want to show you the uh, the one that we'll get into the blue stuff here in a minute. So. Um, because again, I was getting I was getting things where people were saying direct energy weapons don't exist and blah 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 blah, and it's a conspiracy theory. Except they use them pretty commonly. They're not like everybody's saying they're only super expensive and they couldn't possibly use them. The government possibly use them, hmm. but yet tree cutting companies use direct energy weapons. <gasps> Look at this. It's a Chinese tree cutting service. They just have this little direct wow. energy weapon. They just take around and just cut trees down. That's just lens flare. <laughs> yeah, that lens flare just chopped a tree down. <laughs> <laughs> lens flare just chopped a tree down. So as yeah, long just, as we're redefining lens flare to mean a beam that can <laughs> chop a tree down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want to point that out again. It's not like that. These couldn't possibly be built by anybody, and it's right. only yeah, yeah. Like they and, exist and they're being used in commercial industries. So what did what did yeah. we learn from Oppenheimer? If a technology exists. The government is going to use it like in no universe does a technology exist in the government's like, eh, I, th- I think that that's, you know, maybe not something we're going to we're going to use. Yeah, uh, I want to get into why I think the government used it in the end of the show, but I want to show just a couple. There's a lot of predictive programming stuff, and I mm. love being able to show a Simpsons episode anytime oh, that we can. Nice. So uh, the is Simpsons this the- did actually cover this. Of course they did. So let's check this out. Wow. <laughs> All right. I'm going to wow. pause it right there. Blue. It's a little hard to see. But you see this big blue thing? Big blue thing. We'll come back to that. One other uh, thing is like people are pointing out this. It's kind of a stretch, but it is interesting. Mountain Dew Maui Blast, DEW's direct energy weapon. So uh, it's very, well, it's, a, it's a little tenuous, a but it is, it is at least odd. You know what I mean? It's like direct energy weapon Maui. 
So I, I don't think it was, I mean, it's been out for a while, so I'm not saying like they did that whole thing to set up Mountain Dew came up with a flavor just to set up this thing. Yeah, uh, but it is, it is interesting. Kashuk so records <laughs> though, right? That's what it makes me think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you said blue. The one thing yeah. left in the Simpsons was very conveniently blue. blue. And, and I noticed that an on the umbrella. Yeah, and it was an umbrella. I noticed that on the Washington Post article you showed us earlier that there was like one blue car in the photo. So we're going to hear about this. Yeah, we're going to talk about the blue cars. Here's a video from a friend of the show, my tinfoil hat on Instagram. I know she watches the show, so I don't know if she's a subscriber to Unhinged or anything, but uh, just love your work. So uh, this, I think I have to refresh this, don't I? Because it's not. Yeah, I'll have to refresh this page really quick. But she did a really good coverage of what's up with the color blue. What the fuck? What the so, fuck? Just umbrellas. Everything destroyed and five blue umbrellas, just untouched, right? Bunch of destroyed stuff. Let's just go back really quick. There's a blue trash can that, or a blue flower pot. Totally fine. A blue car amongst cars that are literally so burnt. If you see this on the ground here, I should yeah. pull up this picture closer. That's the aluminum from the wheels melting. Melted. Yeah. The aluminum from the wheels melted and poured out over the streets. Amazing. Blue cars, just fine. Blue umbrellas, just fine. So, yeah, let's watch this. Why could this be? Oh, a direct energy weapon cuts everything but the blue. It can be programmed for different wavelengths? Yes. What the fuck? The blue is just safe. Blue is just entirely safe that whole time. Things like setting fabrics on fire in an instant. This yeah. light is setting fabrics on fire in an instant. Goes over the blue and it's fine. Because it's programmed that way. And what's funny is I'm glad she found that video because I knew of that video and yeah. I was trying to find it because I I couldn't find it. Like oh. now that people have found it and are sharing it in TikToks, you can find find it. But the original, yeah. I was having a hard time finding a week ago. Say so. what you will about TikTok, but they are not remotely interested in covering up things, censoring things that make the American government look bad. So it's a yeah. great place to find Good research. They'll censor COVID stuff. narrative stuff and all kinds of things. But if yeah. you're looking for conspiracy stuff about the United States government, it's your place to go. Yeah, it really, it really is oddly enough. So, well, not oddly, we kind of know why. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just the whole, the whole blue thing. And then there was this other article I found from insider. Again, I'm not even using like fringy websites to find this stuff. Yeah. Uh, Cause it's, it's just the revelation of the method type stuff. I swear. So this is from 2018. And this is a conspiracy theory that they just keep happening to talk about when it's convenient that you don't notice them talking about it. Uh, and it is aluminum dust from geoengineering is fueling super wildfires, according to authors. what? <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. What? Yes. And they go in and they start naming the aluminum and barium nano dust that's being put in the air, which we showed videos of ABC claiming this yeah. proudly that they're putting aluminum dust in the air that they're geoengineering with planes. Again, you know, chemtrails aren't real, but they, unless, in, unless they're good, they're good. They're real and they're good actually. But also let's censor this video. Now that the conspiracy theorists start noting, noticing it. Remember that happened. We were, we showed that video of ABC bragging about geoengineering with aluminum and barium dust. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then people got mad that people noticed it's what it's like what Chaya Ratchik does. She yeah. just points at people on the left and goes, you're crazy. And they're like, how dare you share our publicly available yeah. videos? 
Well, you know what's wild about this? People always say the first thing, what is the first thing people say to conspiracy theorists? Well, there's no way anyone could keep that secret for a long time. They don't. They don't have to. They don't even try. They don't have to because they'll keep it for a minute. They'll quietly say it out loud. They'll, they'll wait for it to just be publicly accepted. And then people will be like, no, everyone knows that they put aluminum dust out for X, Y, and Z good reasons. You, yeah, and the good reason here is they want to create rain in places to stop wildfires. Except yeah. the science shows that putting aluminum dust in the air is making the wildfires worse. Yeah. It's kind of like how they stopped doing controlled fires in forest management in California, and then the wildfires got worse. And they, they called Trump doing, crazy for pointing that out. Yeah, they stopped doing any type of forest management. Yeah. Yeah, so. Wow. Yeah, and uh, anyway, so with all that, a lot of evidence that these things are engineered in one way or another, whether it's through chemtrails or you could say it's harp or direct energy weapons, all of that, but that doesn't get to the purpose of it. And I, that's why I want to kind of go with this episode is like, what is the purpose of it? And there's, there's two at least main theories on this. And I want to start with the celebrity angle. So okay. here's a tweet from Matt Wallace that says locals in Maui were refusing to sell their land to the elites the part of the island mainly destroyed by the fires was prime area right next to lavish mega mansions. Now, a lot of those locals are forced to sell their land and many tragically died in the flames. Makes kind of sense why they would want so many of the locals who were trapped in these residential areas to maybe not make it out. Right. Maybe wow. just give them $700, which wouldn't even begin to cover what they need to stay right. on the island. Wow. Oprah Winfrey has a luxury mansion in Maui. It's completely fine. Jeff Bezos has a luxury mansion in Maui. It's completely fine. Lady Gaga, Bill Gates, Morgan Freeman, Will Smith, Julia Roberts all have mansions, luxury mansions in Maui that are all completely fine. How did the fire know to avoid the most expensive mansions? Something you could do with a directed energy weapon and not a raging wildfire, you would think. And you know what's funny to me is like the news will point at Oprah and they'll be like, her house wasn't even close to the wildfires. I'm like, that's the point they're making though. Right. Is that the part next to the mansions is what burnt down. Right. And then the mansions just happened to be okay. It didn't spread in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. But it's even weirder than that because there's this video and uh, let me see if I can make this full screen. There's video of the destruction on the island and you just watch this and tell me how odd it is that you've got whole sections of trees and mansions cut out yeah. from from the damage. Yeah. That. Those mansions, fine. Everything around it burnt, including up to the ocean, right? Holy burnt shit. around. Goes around certain mansions. What the fuck? And trees. Yeah, and the destruction is so bad that cars are melting. Yeah. And not only that, but like boats in the harbor were not safe. So check this out. It was so bad that uh, even boats that were escaping the island wow. to get away from the fires. And there's many videos of people standing in the water to escape the fire. Right, you know, like just off the edge. But boats that right. are way out there got burned. All burning. How? Oh. Yeah. Boats that are a quarter mile from the shore are catching fire. Mansions are fine. Boats are not. Mansions that are in the middle of yeah. the fire are fine. Certain businesses are fine. Boats, residential areas, historic sites that could not be sold off, those all got burnt down. 
So. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I can see two explanations for this. One of them is weird and one of them's weirder. So one is what we've already mentioned, right? That, that the directed energy weapon was purposely not pointed at them. The other is that they made the proper sacrifices to the proper gods ahead of time. I think it's both. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, yeah, for sure. That is weird. There, this is not the first time that Oprah has been accused of burning down land around her mansion to get more. Uh, That's a weird thing to, to be accused more of twice. more than once. <laughs> That's a u- weird thing to be accused of twice. Yeah. So let's check out this video uh, about that. It's like that Phineas and Ferb meme. If I had a nickel for every time Oprah was accused of burning things down around her mansion, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot of nickels, but it's still weird Super that weird. it's happened twice. <laughs> Absolutely. Oprah Winfrey has been buying up land in Maui like crazy. 520 acres plot of land for 3.89 million, 330 acres for 2.47 million in 2023, two 10 acre swaths of land, 100,000 each in 2022. In the last few years, she has gone from about 100 acres of land in Maui to over a thousand acres. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like fire comes across destroys many homes near where she bought and her places and her acres remain absolutely untouched. Guys, does this sound familiar? Because in 2017, an extremely deadly fire destroyed many homes near Oprah's Mantecito mansion, but her property again remained untouched. Wow. After 2017, Oprah continued expanding her land in Montecito to over 70 acres, including buying a A4 land complex in 2019 that was destroyed by mudsliders over a few weeks after that in 2017 fire. Guys, wake up. These fires are absolutely controlled. They burn down what they want to burn down and they leave land and properties untouched. And they do this to protect themselves, but at the same time, they're trying to spread fear, make yeah, they're trying to spread oh, wow. fear. It, it, it's it's yeah. a thing. Like some people be like, is it one thing? Is it this thing? Is it that thing? It's, it's all of the things, all right? They're spreading fear. They're pushing their climate agenda. They're getting rid of they're getting rid of the undesirables and buying up the land for the elites. Yeah. And, and there's another thing that they're doing too. We'll get into in a minute. But I want to I want to focus on the Oprah thing a little bit longer. So there's this uh, this wonderful tweet defending Oprah. It says, to all the ex-users who are pushing a conspiracy theory that Oprah Winfrey is somehow responsible for Maui, Hawaii wildfires because her estate didn't burn down, just stop. There are literally close to 100 people declared dead. There are over 2,200 structures damaged. Okay, I'm just going to point this out again. I hate this. I hate when people say this because it's it's not thoughtful. Yeah. How dare you? How How dare dare you? How dare you want the truth out there for the people who are killed? How dare you point fingers at someone who might have, you know. Right. People died. How dare you? Yeah. How dare you suggest it wasn't an accident? How dare you want to find justice for them if if justice is to be had? Yeah, it's it's there's it's this, the same thing with 9-11. It's how dare you say the U.S. government did this? People died. And it's like, yeah, but they were killed the by point. our government. That's the point. Yeah. It's awful. I'm not making would, light of their deaths. Our government doesn't care about them. They made light of their deaths by crashing a plane into a building to sell a war and to cover up billions of dollars of, of Pentagon funds. I think that there's kind of a baked in assumption that the questions that we ask are not genuine questions that we're just asking them for our, for our own amusement for clicks. Yeah. 
Um, and and if if you're going to assume that, if you're going to assume that you know nobody has a genuine question about it, then I or guess no one genuinely believes that this. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. I think that's what it is. And then it says uh, Oprah has literally been on the ground helping people. She's been providing cots, pillows, toiletries, and more to shelter. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know wait, how- FEMA didn't stop her. Right. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> FEMA didn't stop her. They stopped everybody else. But what oh is interesting God. is the Maui people tried to stop her. And we, the reason we know Oprah was on the ground trying to help these people uh-huh. is because the whole media has made a big freaking stink about it. Just look at every freaking headline with Oprah. Oprah Winfrey CBS camera crew refused entry. She couldn't film herself doing a good act. She couldn't make it super public that she was doing a good thing for clicks and views and to make herself look good. You know, it's not uh, when you're giving uh, with your right hand, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. It's not not biblical Christian idea of giving. It's how dare them not let them film Oprah Winfrey doing a good thing. She's a billionaire and she spent a hundred thousand dollars on these people that she probably killed or was part of. Yeah. It's her yeah, penance. No, it, yeah. It's a little penance afterward. Yeah. And it's, it's every freaking article is mad at the whole, at the oh Hawaiian people, the Maui people for saying, don't bring a camera crew in here. These people are traumatized. They don't need, they don't need you a to be camera in a camera their face. crew. Yeah. You can come in and give them pillows. Yeah. You can come in and give them support, which is funny because again, FEMA, <laughs> FEMA and Oprah, are the only ones who are allowed to, to give charity to the Maui people because who has to look good at the end of the day, the government and the celebrities. And it's both. I think both of them are the culprits of what's going on here. And because the Lahaina residents are very concerned about exactly what we're talking about. We're not just the crazy conspiracy theorists that are thinking, Hey, maybe they're burning off your land so they can steal it from you. This is what they're saying. It's even be reported in the AP. Lahaina residents worry a rebuilt Maui town could slip into the hands of affluent outsiders. Yep. Richly, uh, Richie Palale so closely identifies with Maui's hometown that he has a tattoo of it. Uh, but a chronic housing shortage and an influx of second home buyers and wealthy transplants have been displacing residents like him. Uh, who give Lahaina its spirit and identity. A fast-moving wildfire that incinerated much of the uh, compact coastal settlement last week has multiplied concerns that any home rebuilt there will be targeted at an affluent outsider seeking a tropical haven. So it's not just the crazy conspiracy theorists. The people who live there are saying, yeah, this is exactly what we think is going to happen. We think that Oprah Winfrey is going to come in and buy our land. Uh, and Oprah's just a name. There's a lot of names. Yeah. Actually, Mark Zuckerberg, I think, owns the most land there. But o- Oprah's fascinating. Kind of just, yeah, Mark Zuckerberg fascinating. owns the most land there. Huh. Uh, Weird. So in response to the Lahaina residents' concerns and fears that, uh, hey, they burnt down our homes. Now they're going to buy them from us because we're only getting $700 a family. The Hawaiian governor decided he's going to step in. And his response was, Hawaiian governor says state is looking to acquire the land that was destroyed in the fire. Wow. So don't worry, people. Don't worry. We're not going to let, and it doesn't say he's not going to let Oprah buy it because Oprah's a resident part-time. Yeah. What he's saying is we're not going to let China buy this land. That's what you guys were really worried about. You guys were worried about China coming in and buying the land, which is not what anybody's talking about, which again, it's a real concern. China's buying right. farmland all over America. I'm not making light of the the, commun- the Chinese communist party right. and the, their intentions for America. My point is the people are saying we're worried that People are going to come in and buy up our homes and turn them into lavish, huge mansions and displace us. Right. So the governor's like, don't worry, we'll buy it. 
the government will come in and buy this from you. Is that better? We're here to help. We're here to help. We're here to help by buying your land out from under you while we don't give you enough money to keep it, which is and the whole point like, of FEMA. I, I, why can't they just, I mean, surely there are insurance agencies that they can work with to try to help. Like I, I maybe they don't have to like give out money to people, but like, right. Aren't there ways that they can help these people retain their land and their homes but who, and rebuild? Who, who, who steps in the way of insurance and rebuilding efforts and who has to have the, the building permit? Who gives those? The government does. They're just going to yeah. make it impossible for these people to continue to live there while yeah. their homes are being built and they'll have to settle. They'll have to sell because they'll be impoverished. They'll have nothing. I, that's, I swear that's what's going to happen. I, again, lived through two house fires. It's not the same, not comparing it. What I'm saying is two years. It was yeah. one house. It wasn't a whole town. It took two years to get another house built because of government and insurance mm-hmm. company bullshit. So, and then you burnt it out again. <laughs> I was three the first time. I don't know how long that one took because I was a kid. But okay. when I was 13, we lived in a trailer on the property yeah. for two years till we could get another house. So, it, it's not a quick process and it's yeah. made slow by specifically the insurance companies and the government. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, there's also the Hawaiian people are not very happy about this, obviously. We've got some articles here from, uh, Sierra Club of Hawaii says Governor Green's anti-housing proclamation threatens uh, Lahaina culture and the future of our Kikiki. It's unconstitutional. It's anti-wine. It's anti-environmental and it's anti-democratic. So this is says Governor Green last month or this is actually before the fire. Sorry. Governor Green last month unveiled his long hinted at emergency proclamation on housing and Sierra Club attorney David Kimmo Frankel perhaps sums it up best. Ironically, it's also anti-housing, at least for most local residents, and especially for those struggling with housing insecurity. To be clear, the proclamation does not target or require affordable housing development. It does not reserve units for those who truly are in need of housing relief. New units built over the under built under its wide-ranging legal exemptions could even be purchased by individuals who own multiple residential properties. So what, what I'm saying in this article is even before the fire. People were saying, we're worried because you guys are coming in, kind of taking our land and making it impossible for us to keep it. There was tension going on pre-fire of the government and these celebrities and people like that forcing people out of their homes, making it too expensive to live there, mm-hmm. and then buying their homes out from under them. Now a fire happens, and the government gets to step in and say, it's okay, we'll take care of you by buying the property that we were trying to buy from you last year through yep. a bunch of legal wrangling. Yep. So it seems like somebody is is to benefit. Wow. Um, let's see. There's also the theory that they're doing all of this to create a smart city in Maui. Hmm. Uh, and you've probably heard this one, right? Yeah, like the 15 minute city situation, the full 15 minute city thing. It, it's funny. Cause I know we use the word 15 minute city to mean what it means. And some people go, well, Maui's already a 15 minute city. You can get everywhere in 15 minutes. I'm like, that's not, that's not what a 15 minute city. Is. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like a, a cage where you yeah. are. Yeah. But they're trying to build these smart cities, and uh, AP AP decides that this couldn't possibly be true, and they say conspiracy theories falsely tie Maui wildfires to smart cities and tech conference. Huh. Uh, claim Maui hosted a conference about making the entire island into a smart city in January, and will host another summit next month about using artificial intelligence to govern the island, proving re- yeah, yeah, proving okay. recent wildfires were deliberately set to transform ideas into reality. AP's assessment is. 
false. The Hawaiian International Conference on System Sciences in January was not about turning Maui into a smart island. It's an annual gathering focusing on emerging issues in the information technology sector globally. So what you're supposed to read from this is they weren't just going to turn Maui into a smart island. Right. Therefore, you are wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So let's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> and also, the conference next month uh, in September is not about that either. It's definitely not about that, and it's not even taking place in Maui. That's <laughs> so it couldn't possibly be. About, it's taking place in Hawaii, but it could, it's not taking place specifically. It's in Maui not taking County. place in Maui because they knew they were going to burn down Maui, so they had to put it somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. And oh get this. God. Check this out. Uh, this is the first day of the conference, right? And Josh Green is a featured speaker at this conference, <laughs> who just happened to not be in Hawaii when it burnt down. Yeah, I didn't so, so strange. Very, very interesting. So strange. Yeah. Uh, so first day, uh, the agenda is a keynote, transform adversity into advantage. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the first thing after the opening remarks is transform adversity into advantage how to conquer life's hurdles the world has become more difficult and the challenges are bigger than ever adopting a new normal mindset is necessary wow new world order literally the beginning of this conference is if you've gone through something rough lately hawaii here's how we can turn it into our advantage and the conference is literally about turning maui into a smart city and people who say that that's not a thing and it's never been a thing and it's never been proposed it didn't take me more than two seconds to find Jump Smart Maui project. Let's check this out. It's our future. <laughs> Why can't we pull energy out of thin air? No matter where you go around the world, reducing our impact on the environment and decreasing our dependence on fossil fuels is on everyone's mind. No. But how do you do it in a way that's going to benefit the most people? That was the question Hitachi asked before initiating the Jump Smart Maui project. This initiative demonstrates how electric vehicles, smart grids, and renewable energy like wind and sun can benefit Maui's residents. And it underlines the positive impact that Hitachi is making on the environment. It's our future. Yeah, so no no plans to turn Maui into a smart island. And it definitely wasn't talked about on the World Economic Forum's website how how Hawaii plans to be the first U.S. state to run entirely on clean energy. And it also wasn't talked about on Smart Cities Dive. Hawaii will be the first state to install federally funded EV chargers with others soon to follow. So the plan from the World Economic Forum, from the Hawaii Conference, from Jump Smart Maui, from Smart Cities Dive is that Hawaii will be. It's not Maui, though, not just Maui, as the debunkers will say, Hawaii will be the first entirely smart city ran on AI with renewable clean energies, no grid. And I I've messed up. I actually had an article pulled up. I've got like 97 tabs as you guys have seen. I forgot. I must've closed this one down on accident. The in, in the CNN article about Maui uh, wildfires, it goes into who's the culprit and you can find this on any site. So feel free to look into this yourself. All of them are blaming the electrical grid. And even before we talked about the guy who shut down the water. Yeah. That actually is not the mainstream narrative. It's there. You can find it. But if you look up that guy's name and water, you won't find articles, at least readily, that uh-huh. he delayed the water for five hours. What you'll find is Maui has a problem with its water infrastructure, and we need an entirely new infrastructure on electricity, of course we and do. On water, and how the cities ran. And if only we had a smart grid and clean energy, and the government owned all the waterways, and none of the residents owned anything... That is, wow. the pro- that is the proposals on all of this is Maui burnt down, whatever, cool. But you know how we could fix it? Smart cities. 
Amazing. And then the debunkers like, you know, oh, they're not doing that because they're trying to do it everywhere. So it's not just Maui. So it, it, that doesn't matter. <laughs> Maui was just the easiest place to do it because it was it's an island. Yeah. That you and, it's do a very it in left vacuum. and it's a very left leaning island. Hawaii. Yes. Yeah. So it's already pretty easy for them to get like democratic initiatives in anyway. Way the, easier to burn down Maui than New York City. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and what's the added benefit? All of the rich celebrity backers, all the Illuminati get to build yeah. their freaking mansions there and have a nice smart city paradise. Right, because California's turning to shit, so they have to find somewhere else on the beach to have their mansions that's not Florida. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because Florida's ran by Ron DeSantis, and he was mean <laughs> to Disney that one time, so we got we to gotta yeah. take it all to Hawaii where we can have yeah. this nice place, and we can have it run on smart everything and AI. We don't even have to have people there eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, we just have everything be automated. Amazing. It's just, it's so weird because all of this stuff is right in your face. Like, yeah, they're, they're not trying to turn Maui into a smart city. It, yeah, five second Google, jump smart Maui, world yeah. economic for it's everywhere. Yeah. And they'll, this is what I, this is what you were saying earlier, right? Yeah. How could they cover this up? They're, they're not. not, they're just lying to your face. They're showing you over They're show. If you want to look for it, you can find it. Yeah. And then they're saying it doesn't exist. They, they are showing you exactly what they're doing with one hand and then lying to your face with their mouth. And, and you can choose what, what you want to believe. It's gaslighting, right? Right, but they don't have to. The point is that they do not have to go through the trouble of keeping the secret because it can just be there. They don't have to worry yeah. about stumbling. They, they can just have it out there. It's off their chests, but they can focus on their little lie and the front-facing news cycle thing for the 10 minutes it's in the news cycle, and then they don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. They can say, here's here's a smart Hawaii, and this is why it's good, actually. Unless you don't like it, then you're a liar and you're a conspiracy theorist. None of this stuff is even, like, they're not even hiding it well. And they're what's not, funny, actually, let me go back to this. To. Let me go back to one of these websites. Uh, here we go. Check this out. This is how they get away with it. They show you on the page. This, headlines are how they get away with it because people don't read, right? Right. They'll show you on the page. This is the Hawaii Digital Government Summit where they're going to have that thing about adversity and turning a Hawaii into a smart island. Right. After the wildfires, this this note was added to the web to the <laughs> web page. No, misleading social media posts have been circulating falsely asserting that the Hawaiian Digital Government Summit, which is held in Honolulu each year, is aimed at transforming Maui into the first smart city or first smart island. These claims are incorrect and do not align with the summit's annual focus. The event is designed to facilitate collaboration among public and private sector IT professionals, encouraging the exchange of best practices and innovative solutions to enhance the support and services provided to the constituents they serve. So this is false because we're just getting together to do something good for the Hawaiian people, which just happens to be turning Maui into a smart city. Right. Wow. Wow. They just, they just, they can say that there and then you can go down and just read what it's about. Transforming adversity into advantage, you know, IT consolidation on the state of Hawaii, of uh, cybersecurity readiness and response, the future of work. It's all real talk about change management. It's all about turning Hawaii into a smart island. Data We're not makes, doing data, it. Data makes equity possible. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. We're not doing it, but we're, but we're doing it and it's good actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's just wild. So anyway, that's all I really had to say on the, uh, the Maui wildfire stuff, but did you hear the stuff about celebrities? Was it true that some celebrities painted their houses blue ahead of, ahead of this? 
So I don't I heard think a rumor, so. but it, yeah, I saw the article. A lot of people shared it to me. It seems to be fake. What's unclear. And I didn't have enough time to fully go down this rabbit hole is that there was because some of the articles they linked to in their debunking were like, here's where the picture comes from. Mm. And one of the articles that linked to was like, here's a picture of a whole of a mansion in Hawaii owned by a celebrity that is painted blue. But when I went on the website, it wasn't there anymore. Mm. So I don't know. Like, I, I think it was fake, but okay. it doesn't mean that there are, there isn't something that they can do. Uh, right. I'm, I'm guessing that there's something they can do that deters direct energy weapons without it having to be as obvious as like super duper blue. I don't know. Maybe right. I'm wrong on that. That's fair. Or I mean, again, it doesn't have to be because if it's directed energy weapon, they can literally right. do what we saw in that video where it's like fires going here. Oh, let's just go around this mansion. Let's go well, around these five mansions. It seems like the blue part is is more incidental than, <clears throat> it than is, yeah, purposeful it, of like this is just the, the spectrum of energy they happen to use that was the most convenient for like the, what well, they they're to pointing it at, at uh, houses and trees and right. things like that. Right. So blue would probably be the, the best one, you know, that that range where that's cut out. However, it works right. would probably be the best one to start wildfires right. to light boats on fire and I, gas I'm, stations. I, I and, imagine so. Yeah. So I don't think that that article was real. That's why I didn't bring it up. But who knows? It, it was it was weird enough that there was certain parts of it that they were linking to that it wasn't there. But mm -hmm. I still don't. I still think it was a fake article. So, yeah. I don't know. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, good stuff. Yeah. So, what are you? What are you? Final I'm, thoughts on it? I'm I'm bought in. This was absolutely done on purpose. I mean, I think everybody knows it, right? Yeah. It's every once in a while you just come to something and, and like everybody knows, and and maybe not everybody can like fully explain the complete reasoning and the complete way they did it. But like everybody knows something was really, really off about this whole situation. There's too many plot points. Yeah. And what I find funny is that people will focus on whatever part that they feel like they can get away with not believing. Right. So in this case, it's the direct energy weapon stuff. And that's why, again, people like Alex Jones are right to say it doesn't have to be that. I think mm. he's wrong to say that he doesn't think it was that. I mean, I could be either way. I'm not like going to bait, you know, but uh, I think there's enough evidence that kind of points that it was. But my point is it doesn't have to be. It, it can be intentional in a lot of other ways. It could be them cutting power lines and letting them fall for all we know. Um, yeah. The fact is who benefits? We're trying to steal this land from these people. They won't give it to us. Some of it's historic sites that we legally can't take. Oh, but right. now they're not historic anymore because they're Oopsies. burnt to a crisp. And then the response from everybody has been, how do we get this land? Mm -hmm. And it, if, if the worst of it is that they're opportunistic assholes, that's yeah. still bad. Yeah. But I, <laughs> still feels really, you know, when, when, when you put in just like they weren't content to just burn it down. They had to make sure as many people died as possible. Yeah. Well, yeah, blocking off the roads, not giving them aid, not giving them any, no any warning. Way to, yeah, no you could have burnt down those no houses. Water. You could have burnt down that land and those houses and let while the still escape. like warning people. But <clears throat> let's shut no. down the schools and make sure that everybody goes to work and block people from getting home, block people from getting away from the fire. Yeah, it, it's too much. It's 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 either that everyone simultaneously is incredibly incompetent and in, not only incompetent, but kind of callous and evil. Yeah. 
Like that's that's what I can't get around is people say, oh, it's incompetence. I'm like to defend the idea that you did the right thing. Right. When that many people died and to just scoff at it yeah. and the way the media scoffs at it. Amazing. Yeah. You defend the idea that you're you're worshiping your water. God is more important than the yeah. children who are dead and missing. At the very least, you should be like, this is why I thought it was the right decision at the time. But in hindsight, I deeply regret. Yeah. You know, or I think every day about what I could have done. There's no yeah. like remorse. Yeah. Denver, even just like the human mm-hmm. aspect. Denver on uh, Rockfin says there's enough evidence of criminal negligence and it resulted in the deaths of many, many people. Yes. That criminal negligence is apparent without having to prove something like DEWs. And that's the thing is yeah. I don't think DEWs is a hill to die on. I think it's, I think we showed the evidence of why it's very likely, but right. that does not it does not overshadow the criminal negligence mm-hmm. and the response and the response from our own president. No comment. No comment. That, and then not coming back later. I know he's a puppet, but like that seems like someone who's so dumb that he knows that this thing is bad and planned. Right. And he can't say the wrong thing about it. So like, he's just like, yeah, I just, I can't get that response. And then he went there. Like we didn't even get into this, but he went there. His first comment to the people was, Oh, the ground's pretty hot. Isn't that funny? He gives, did you see that clip? I forgot no. to pull it up. Yeah. He's laughing about how the ground is really hot. He's like, look at my boots. And then he gives a speech and he's like, I know exactly how you people feel. We had a kitchen fire back in 72. And I was like, dude, <laughs> and, uh, and then, and then he falls asleep at the memorial. Like the guy's a complete incompetent I did see that asshole. Part. Yeah. Holy crap. Cause he doesn't care because none of these people care. It's just another, it's just another Island for them to have their, their fun on. Right. And let's get the people out of the way. So yeah. anyway, wow. uh, we will be back next Thursday with another unhinged. We're not doing the main show on Wednesday, but if you guys, obviously everybody's watching this as a subscriber. So Please send us in your questions for the mailbag stuff. Send us in whatever TikToks you want us to react to. Uh, you can send them in locals. You could email us at conspiracypill at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, because we want to get to all of that, answer your questions, react to your TikToks, do all that stuff. So that's the next thing. And then season three starts September 6th. Yeah, we've got some big plans already. <laughs> big stuff we're working on. Yeah, yeah, so. it's been a lot. Um, last comment here, the videos of his motorcycle coming in all the Hawaiians are screaming. Fuck you, Joe Biden. Fuck. Wow. Yeah, I saw those videos. They are, <laughs> they're not happy. And Hawaii is, is a state that votes blue like 99% of the time. Yeah. So the fact that Ooh. they're, I mean, yeah, he super insulted these people. So, wow. Uh, anyway, we will see you guys next week. Have a great night and God bless.